Right, Jenny. Sorry if I uh, sound a bit drunk. Might be from the from the weekend, from my two nighter sesh. What? <laughs> Girl, a Diora light. She needs the electrolytes replacing in her body. A Diora light, isn't it? Diora. Oh, do you say Diora? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're quite hard to find at the moment. Have you found that? Are they? no? Oh God, see, does. when I when I had a social life and went out drinking a lot, that was my thing. You know, um, I would have a cucumber before I go out and after that hydrates you, and then a Diora light in the morning. Wow. Yeah. You see, Kenny's logic is you have a Diora light, however you say it, when you get in. <laughs> In a pint of water when you get in, so it's going straight in. But I didn't do that. Because I'm a wild woman. She's back. Way two nights in a row. Um, so I'll try and stop her. She's going to shot the vodka through her eyeball any time now. Oh, God, I'm exhausted. How was it? What a weekend. <laughs> what a weekend. It was one of those, actually, thank goodness I'd left Eden for a few little things before. So I didn't feel anxious. I was just actually really excited. We went to a wedding on Friday night, which was absolutely bloody magical. A winter Christmas wedding is the thing to do. My goodness. It was Mm. like being in a Charles Dickens novel because it was still snow covered everywhere. She got married in this beautiful little church and it was just, oh my goodness me. Yeah, that was a really amazing wedding. And what was really good, it was only 15 minutes away from our house. So, oh, can, brilliant! I wouldn't have said this pre um, pre child, but thank you for getting married near to my house. You have no idea <laughs> what that means. You know, when you get an invite now, and it's like, oh, it's a wedding abroad. Good, or <sighs> even an hour away. You're like, F-. anyway. Um, so, if anyone, any of my friends could get married within half an hour of me, that'd be great. Yeah. So that was Friday night, and we left Eden with um, with uh, her auntie, my. Um, Kenny's sister and she'd, yeah. been, she'd been with her before and she was alright she was she did cry a little bit when I left which she doesn't normally do I could hear her crying but I think now because she's nearly I think she's about eight months now isn't she they start to recognise uh, uh, like abandonment mm. becomes the thing I read I read this so they know yeah. you a bit yeah. better and they know when you're not there and with us both being gone yeah. um, we've barely been out just the two of us it was sort of like a date day night oh Oh, nice. Actually, which is quite funny because Kenny's ex was there um, at the wedding. But, um, whoa, another layer. Okay. <laughs> um, but do you know what? No, it was so good um, because got there at like 3 p.m. I couldn't, t- I can't tell you how much I was looking forward to that. You know, when you come out of the wedding ceremony and there's a champagne reception. I've been thinking about oh, yeah. that champagne reception for a long time because it was a black tie wedding as well. So I knew we'd all be dressed up. I love that yeah. feeling. And we walked out the church couldn't have been more perfect like perfect crisp snowy day ice cold champagne because it was outside oh Oh, oh. my god thing is jen i i'm not joking the first champagne i think i downed in about a minute i just was so excited and then they come around with more so i got pretty (laughs) drunk um yeah i had quite a lot of champagne and then straight onto white wine um but, oh fucking hell yeah and as soon as I get a picture of Eden asleep I mean that's when I really went to her but do you know what I did for the first time <laughs> what I went on a bloody dance floor didn't I oh god yeah how was it well I know I remember now because I I was going I was well ahead of Kenny I know I went on the dance floor before him so I know I was <laughs> dancing on my own um because I didn't know that many people at the wedding <laughs> but I didn't care um yeah. I was on that dance yeah. floor and then, okay, this is embarrassing. Maybe I'll post it if I'm feeling brave. Um, <laughs> there was a song that came on. I can't remember the song, but everyone seemed to know the dance routine to it. And I would have thought I'd be one of those people, but I did not know it, Jenny. I don't know if it's a TikTok thing or if it's just a routine that everyone knows. Right. And I was like, I can pick this up. And I think I was joking to Kenny about oh, it, no. and he filmed me trying to pick it up. I couldn't pick it up, Jenny. I was a mess. <laughs> it was embarrassing. <laughs> what was the song? You don't even know, don't know the song. It's quite an 80s sounding song. I... No. Uh... Look at them all. They all know it. 
button. I have to stop pressing play because no. copyright and stuff. What? Yeah, yeah, sure. Anyway, so that was my mum dancing moment. I didn't. I never did a mum TikTok, <laughs> a mum talk, did I? So I'd done that. So maybe I'll share that when I'm feeling brave. Maybe as a Christmas gift. Did you all. think when you were throwing your shapes? Oh, this has changed a little. Do you know? No. Do you know what I thought? I thought I've still got it, and then I watched that video. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, You've done a lot of wine. I'd had a lot of wine. It gives you a lot of confidence, doesn't it? <laughs> but, Do you know what it is? It's the day drinking with the crisp, fresh air. Oh, I love it. There's no, there's nothing better than day drinking no. with your mates and knowing you, 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 you can just keep going. Like that first sip mm. that kind of hits you and makes you feel a bit woozy. It's making me want to That's drink like, now. Oh, just thinking about game it. Game on. Yeah. Yeah. And then you went on to the white wine. I bet you went for a crisp Sauvignon Blanc. And I know how that hits mm. middle of the day oh. or a Pinot Grigio. Oh, God. Let me just swim in it, please. <laughs> I, and I was as well. I was really enjoying myself. Oh, I'm so what jealous. Was, what was brilliant as well is we left because the wedding, it was like a sort, sort of different order. But anyway, we left after the speeches, which was about 9.30. So we were home right. by 10. Um, Great. Yeah, like Eden wasn't eat, and I did. I I said like, don't worry about getting her down. Just see if she naps and whatever, because she'd be a nightmare to get down. But I don't think she is that bad. I think that's just me. Anyway, I uh, got home. Yeah, fine. And and then I basically started feeling hungover at about one a.m. Woke up and just had loads of water. And then by the next day, yeah, I'm fine. So it was um, it was a real result. Amazing. And then I was out the next night for my mate's fortieth. <laughs> but this was a little different because. Um, because it was just me and Kenny was staying at home with Eden. So I was totally relaxed about that because I know that she's yeah, absolutely nice. fine with him. And the only thing that yeah. I hadn't done before was leave her in the evening, like going to bed. And he was like, well, mm-hmm. I'll try and put to bed and whatever. And I said, well, look, as long as she naps and has her milk, she'll be fine. So I left at like 5 p.m. Whatever. Yeah. I didn't get home till quarter to one, Jenny. What? Yep. But do you know what she did? <laughs> Went straight to sleep, didn't she? No problems. She was a... Yeah, she was an angel. Absolutely, she, I was almost livid. You know, I have so many nights at the moment, especially the last couple of weeks. She's refused to go in a cot for me, and I've spent yeah. a lot of nights just in that room because I'm reluctant to bring her downstairs. It wakes her up too much. Kenny sent me yeah. a picture. She went not only went to sleep really quickly, she went to sleep in a cot, fuming. Oh my god! He sent me a picture of him watching TV with the baby monitor in front of him, and I, I, I was actually cross. I was actually just thought <laughs> this is. A, I mean, I was no, I was like mix of delight and fury because I was mm-hmm. so happy that mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry at all <laughs> and he'd had actually an easy night because it means it gives me the freedom in future you know I don't, I don't have to worry but also like that's I'd love one of those nights that you're having right now <laughs> and I've not had one for about three weeks because she's been a swine so well what you should do is now say well you've got this Kenny so every night you, you've got the magic touch. Funny, funny you say that, Jenny, because last night he even said that. I said, well, we've got to mix this <gasps> up. And he went, right, I'll take her up to bed. Guess what? She wouldn't go yes. down. Oh, she right. Knew. Okay. She so maybe tonight there. he might not be as keen. No, but she knew. He was like, she's crying and she was trying to like go for the door and all. So oh. she knew I was there. She knew I was downstairs. So, so Oh, weird. gosh. But this is the... i tell you what, the other thing as well, when I was out on the Saturday night, I sat down for... Yeah, it got to about 7pm and I'd given her a feed before I left and then I was like, just left her with formula for Kenny. And yeah. then, um, and obviously I am still breastfeeding, but then like about 7pm, my boobs suddenly went and they just like right. doubled in size. And you do get a bit nervous because you're like, when did it, because I'm obviously, I'm not going to be able to feed for the next few hours. Like what happens now? Yeah. By the time I got home, my boobs were insane. They felt like they were going to explode. They were really lumpy. And you know, you can get mastitis oh, from... That so I had to yeah. sit there for, you know, I used to have trouble expressing. I expressed so much milk when I got in oh. that I ran out of space in the bottle. Like that's never ever happened. <gasps> wow! Unbelievable amount of milk. Yeah, because it would just. Oh built my up. gosh! Yeah, isn't that amazing though? What your body is doing yeah. while you're like partying and stuff, yeah. your body is still creating a life source for your child. Yeah, which you, that is which you're incredible. not giving to it. You're on a dance floor. Doing Jaeger bombs, <laughs> dancing to Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas. But you know, I had a lovely time. <laughs> oh my god! The, that tray of shots yeah. came round, and I had literally said two minutes ago, "I'm not doing shots." And then it comes. No. Everyone said, "No one wants a shot." Yet someone still gets got no. a tray of shots. No, I still didn't have one. 
but um no but no do you know what oh. it felt so great and i really wanted to just for anyone who's maybe pregnant or maybe heard me in the first few months when i just didn't see myself leaving the house and i have mm-hmm. had two banging nights out back to back yes i was home <laughs> a lot earlier yes my boobs nearly exploded but the i've broken the seal and that's the important thing and i had a good great so time great. i felt that i mean I'd, i i wouldn't say i've really felt like i've lost myself i think i've been quite lucky with that with this whole mum stuff but i do get it i get that you just become mm-hmm. a mum but i've definitely felt myself very quickly <laughs> on that dance floor good when i watched the footage good. i realized i'm maybe i was always embarrassing but so that's been uh, welcome. <laughs> no, welcome to two new mums, by the way. Sorry, I was wanging on about my nights out, um, but it was just a very exciting, no, that's ex- so very good. exciting, um, you know, milestone. It's kind of like you've crossed over into the next bit. Yeah. And everyone says when you're in the first bit that this bit's coming, but you don't believe it and you can't see it because it's just so overwhelming and so heavy that you're unable to do anything other than be in that present moment. And it and when it does come, it's nice. It's it's a relief. They're the and milestones we should be focused on. Forget the crawling and walking yeah. nonsense. The milestones for mums. <laughs> like, when am I going to have my first yeah. night out? When am I going to, you know, they're the big ones. <laughs> that's right and then it's also great because you're you're like so excited to get home yes even if they're in bed you're just so excited I I find when I get home even though I've like relaxed being out the house it's when I get home and I'm back in the same um building as bear I go and you've had a nice time and it's so great you see the one thing that was a bit tricky the on the Saturday when I went out it was when there was train strikes in London so getting into London was actually a real challenge I had to oh god it took about it took twice as long as it normally would it was all a bit stressful but it was fine got there but on the way home the taxis were being really tricky and so I left the um, sort of restaurant club at, yeah, I think it was like half 11 because Uber was saying, oh, there's a taxi two minutes away. I was like, great. As soon as I got out mm-hmm. there, you know, Uber's just crap. And I was just stood mm-hmm. there waiting and waiting for like 10, 15, 20 minutes. And I was starting to get anxious because, and that's when I got really scared because it was like, mm-hmm. it's not, I want to get home. It's I need to get home. And even though I know she's okay, I'm like, I need to get, I'm still an hour from, you know, a taxi, taxi ride's like yeah. 50 minutes from, I was in central London. It was like in Soho. And, oh, and, and that's a scary place to be to feel stranded when you know there's a baby at home in a warm bed that might need yeah. you any minute. Um, I know she doesn't, but in your head, you're, you know. Um, yeah. So waiting for that taxi was a bit of a stressful moment, but got there and got home. But yeah, that feeling walking through the door is, oh. Yeah, I, I do. I, I even thought like it's part of going out of the excitement now is that moment of coming home <laughs> and knowing you did Everything it. is just better isn't it going out is better and coming home is better yeah it's just better and it's like you've earned it because that early stage you have to go through to get to it so it's gonna it's everything is always better when you've earned it so it's all positive definitely and I did really I had like dinner with my drinks with my friends and I really relaxed and enjoyed it and like you say when Kenny sends videos of her and she's fine it just makes you feel like great but yeah it's just a shame that yeah we can't replicate her going down easier for someone else but this is what everyone said to us didn't they do you remember everyone said oh you get scared leaving them but they'll be fine with someone else Mm -hmm. your mum or whoever it is like I'm starting to learn Mm -hmm. that more and more but um yeah how is your week your um little Christmas carol update thing almost made me cry that looks so dreamy oh it was so nice we um it was like a live orchestra and just Christmas music. And it was more for kids a little bit older and they were sort of running around the middle bit and dancing and that was so cute. But we wanted to take Bear because he loves instruments and he loves his music. And he sat for an hour and a half just fixated on the band. He didn't murmur, he didn't kick off. He was just so happy clapping his hands. Mm. They had like, you've got one of those galaxy light projectors. They had that all over the ceiling of this beautiful Albert Hall. So he was just staring at the lights and God, the amount of times I cried. I always laugh at Christian for the amount of times he cries, but this day Christian was laughing at me. I I normally hate Christmas songs, but they played Christmas songs. They played um, music from The Greatest Showman on an orchestra. Amy, they played, now I'm from Nottingham. You're from Leicester, so we'll both appreciate this. They played one of the most stunning pieces of music that I know we both love. (laughs) Not Return of the Mac. Bolero. 
the bolero music makes me oh. cry every time I hear it. And the flute started, and I was gone again to the fucking bolero. Thank you, Torvaldine. And it was just magical. It was amazing. I wish I'd done that. There actually some of the girls are going to a Christmas concert with the kids this week, and I haven't signed up. Maybe I will because that did look quite special. And it like everything hits a bit different, doesn't it? Christmas music. I've been well. I welled up in Sainsbury's today. I was shopping with Eden, and she was facing forward, and you know, and she was loving it as well. But they were playing Christmas music, and I really. I was singing out loud while I shopped with her and then there was I can't I can't even remember what song it was but I suddenly welled up but it did it just made me um I just felt so happy like you know I know it's so cheesy but I think it's important you highlight those lovely moments and that Christmas carol that's I mean that's just what it's all about isn't it and you do really I mean look Mm -hmm. I've always loved Christmas anyway but now with a little with a little sprog it is absolutely next level it's and it's only going to get better this is so who was it who said this the other day they said this you know i love that you're at this bit that you're enjoying it so much because it only gets better it just gets oh, better and God. better i hear that a lot yeah that's lovely that's so i had to um for work i had to record you know the poem twas the night before christmas yeah. and I, I knew things had changed because normally if I'd have got asked to do that, I'd been like, oh, for fuck's sake. But with this, I was like, yeah. And I was doing all the voices like, and up with a thing and go Dasher, go Dancer. And I was doing it how I would read Bear a Story now. And I was really channeling my like early 20s Andram days, really going for it. And then at the end, Amy, this is so embarrassing. You know, the last line is, and he shouted, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. And I had really gone for it whilst recording it. And I couldn't say that last line because I was crying. Aww. I was like, Merry Christmas. And I, I, if you heard the recording, it was just me going, get it together, come on. But I couldn't Aww. stop crying every time I went to say that line. I was like, what has happened to me? That's like where- I used to be unbreakable. <laughs> yeah, and you were not bothered about Christmas at all. That's so funny. No. It's like when I hear Band Aid now and I get to Bono's line, I can't sing it anymore because I've got I'm gone. <laughs> Honestly, I can't. I try. It's all on Bono's line. No, do you know I'm going to be controversial here. My favourite line is because I just think his voice is heaven sent. Is when Boy George comes in and in this world oh, that bit. Goosebumps. Oh yeah. God, stop his it! I'm getting goosebumps. Absolutely, be- it is amazing, isn't it? Also, but also George yeah. Michael's as well. Birds say you're pretty. Sorry, we're getting oh, the whole song. Is I the love best Christmas song of all time, in my opinion. Love it. Yes, yes. I, it's just it's weird how this has all changed. I don't know what's happened, but I'm so for it all. Well, it's a bit like um, I was watching the Muppets Christmas Carol, another absolute banger, um, <laughs> <laughs> the other day. And I suppose it's a bit like with Ebenezer. You know, you're suddenly rec- you're seeing the world through different eyes. I think. And yeah. you're recognising what's important. It's easy to lose sight. And then you have a baby and realise, oh, this is all that's, that oh. matters. And I guess, this, you know, it's like you're having your Christmas carol moments, except without <laughs> that really creepy ghost girl in it. And um, the, Mupp- the Muppets with all the chains. Such a good film. Do you know as well, on the films, I'm not a big Disney person. I like the songs, but <laughs> I'll be really honest, I think, I find Disney adults strange people. I'm just not that kind of person. And, you know, when people go to Disneyland and they go to the parades and I want to say, you know that that's not the actual characters. That sort of thing. That's me. I've always been just yeah, I'm, I'm a, a bit grinchy with all this stuff. I'm a bit Disneyland. I'm not going to lie. And I don't think... Yeah. yeah. Are you about to say you changed your mind? A little bit. I was watching... Because um, I'm really excited for Bear to watch things like Toy Story and those films. Mm. And I watched an interview with Woody Allen. No. Woody. No, that's not right. Woody is Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. And who's Buzz Lightyear? Tim Allen. Tim that's Allen. That's it. That's a confusing one. Mm. Um, and they were talking and the interviewer said, who's the better character, Woody or Buzz, and thought they were going to argue. And Tom Hanks, who is Woody, said, oh, 100% Buzz Lightyear. And the interviewer was like, oh, right, why? And he said, because his motto is to infinity and beyond and what better message could we give to children mm. and I, again I was like oh god, oh god it's stunning <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle anything oh dear yeah that's a really beautiful moment I know. oh my god, god. yeah parenting just makes you makes you a complete melt but in a really lovely 
Lovely <laughs> God, I can't even imagine what I'm going to be like when Eden can actually recognise what's happening. Like in the next couple of years. Oh. It's going to... Has... Oh. Has Eden started putting her arms out to hug you yet? A little bit when when you go to pick her up. Not that much, but she has done it a couple of times. But I'm not. I'm like, is it deliberate or I wasn't sure if it was just me? But it's bad doing take that a lot. It's deliberate. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes he's having a bit of a mummy phase, so oh. Christian will be holding him and he will lean and put his hands out, and I'm like, oh, stop. He just, oh, he just wants the milk. Really only I can soothe him and I really milk it. Oh, and then when oh. I get him, I'm like, it's okay, mummy's here. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. It's just so nice. It's so nice and unconditional. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, this is what... Because I was thinking the other day, because I thought she... I thought it was actually yesterday... She rested her face right up against my mouth. And I was like, oh. are you trying to do a kiss? Is that your version of a kiss? And in my head, I was like, that's her version of a kiss. She just like pressed mm-hmm. her face right up against my mouth. And I was like, are you trying to kiss oh. me, Poppet? But in my head, I just oh. took it as that. But can you imagine when they can actually kiss you back? Oh, my God, I'm going to die. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bear just sort of opens his mouth and he's got these teeth now, which are so sharp. But he opens his mouth and pushes it against you. And I take that as a kiss every time. He has oh, teeth. my God. That's so mad. Is he even still not yeah. got any teeth? Yeah, I think it's quite early because actually today he had his post-op check, which was brilliant. Oh, you know, yes. he had his cleft lip repair and so today we it's uh three months since nearly four months wow. it's crazy and so we met with his surgeon and his surgeon could not believe his teeth and that they're fully in wow. and it was it wasn't a scary thing it was nice because the last time we went was pre-op and this is post-op yeah. but also you're like i just hope it's all settling in well i hope it's okay and the oh god it was great the surgeon was so happy and just said um we'll see him when he's three Oh, and that just that's, that's nice. yeah. how amazing now we have three years where yeah. we don't have to feel like appointments are upon us and all that kind of stuff because that's quite overwhelming so that was that was a good thing today and to d- have that near christmas was yeah. really nice you know, like tick it off before the end of the year well, isn't it mad? that was like, great everything you went through with that it seems so mm. long ago and i know it's easy to look back at christmas but it is wild that you look at there now and you would just... I mean, I only see pictures. I've still not... We're still yet to meet each other's babies in the flesh. How mad is that? Because we live so... Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, we've not, have we? Have we? No. No. We're not. Isn't that wild? Oh. What? I feel like Eden's my best friend. Yeah, I know. Well, and we see them every day on Instagram or whatever, but... Yeah. That is mad, isn't it? But but no, having not seen Bear in the Flesh, but like, I mean, the picture, he just looks like you would just never know anything happened. And he, yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. mad that you went through all that and how amazing to sort of, yeah, know that it's all I know. good and he, that's in the past now. And He was at the doctor's the other day and um, the doctor said, oh, just looking at him, she was like, uh, has he caught his face? Has he got a scratch? Is that a scratch? And we were like, no, oh he had a gosh. cleft lip. Even the doctor was like, no way. Wow. You would never know. But what the surgeon was saying today was the most important thing you can do now is have loads of pictures of before the operation and as he was born. And you really have to teach him that this was a part of his life. Mm. And you really have to have those conversations with him that um, it, it, he was born this way. And now this has happened and we loved him each way and you know um he had amazing surgeons that worked on him and he was really tough and brave as a baby because he he said the reality is at school kids may say to him oh what's that because they will that's what kids do and he needs to have almost like rehearsed his response with his family at home for a little while so he's comfortable with going oh well this happened and almost you know, wear it like a bit of a badge of honour. Like, I went through this. And he said it's show and tell. Yeah. They love taking their pictures of, look how I was, and it's oh, magically not cute. like that anymore. And it's cool. But it it was really good to have that conversation as well because I then said, well, I my whole fridge is covered. It's basically a shrine to him pre-op. Oh, no. So I'm glad you said that because that that's happening anyway. We've got like a whole book made of before so we can show that to him. Yeah. Oh, that is amazing. God, I can't... I mean, I can't imagine would kids even be able to... It doesn't look like you can even see a scar, but I mean, I don't know, but it's, you know, and by then, by the time yeah. he's at school, but, um, but you know, but it's great that, yeah, you want to know what your past is and, and own that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's... I remember thinking um, that 
I, I had this thing once where I was like, did my mum tell me that I was like a miracle baby? Everyone wants to be like a miracle baby or so, have yeah. something special. Oh, yeah. And then I asked her and she was like, no, I think you've made that up. And I was really good. <laughs> How many people have you told them? I'm sure there was like some kind of... She was like, no, you made that up. I'm sure there's something wrong with me. No, nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't I defy all odds? No, yeah. no. <laughs> so I think Bear will be happy to have that. <laughs> it's a bit like Ross in Friends, That's the miracle so... baby. Oh, <laughs> medical marvel. So, as we thought it was the end of the year, Christmas and all that, you know, there's always top 10 countdowns, look backs, all that kind of thing. It is quite mad actually when you think about it that. I know our babies aren't quite one, but the fact that they are nearly one, that has, I know everyone says it goes ridiculously quick, but it is weird how fast yeah. actually, isn't it? What is it they say? The days are long, but the years are short. And I think that's yeah. very accurate. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. This time um... last year we were pregnant. I am. I don't know about you, but I'm really making up for it with the alcohol this year. I'm, yes. This morning, I really, really had to stop myself pouring Baileys in my coffee. Oh, well, I've got into that habit. Um, my local, I think, did I mention that last week? My cafe, local cafe, they do a Bailey's coffee and on the morning dog walk at like 11am, I'm like, yeah, it's Christmas. Yes. <laughs> it's only a little bit of liqueur, isn't it? It's liqueur. Fine. Liqueur. Is that what they say? Um, yeah. Yeah. But we thought we'd do just a little, um, just a few little rundowns of our biggest moments and, and stuff like that. So we came up with a few questions that we'll, um, we'll run through. We just thought might be a nice little end of year quiz almost yes Um, little insight okay so first up best new mum moment jenny this one immediately comes to my head so i'm not going to try and think of anything else this was um a few days after he was born i was still in hospital i was really really poorly with preeclampsia and my blood pressure and I definitely had this bond with Bear immediately and had all the oxytocin and all those feels. But my biggest worry was not feeling maternal and um, not having that motherly pull because Bear was a very happy surprise and I've ne- I'd never considered myself as a, a mum. And it must have been day three and I sat and held him in my arms on the bed and... I've never felt worse in my life physically because of my blood pressure. But I remember just looking at him and he looked at me. He finally had opened his eyes and looked at me. And this feeling, it sounds so cheesy. And I wouldn't have believed it if someone had told me and had not experienced it. But the feeling, I just burst into tears. Christian's got pictures of me. I just burst into tears and I just thought, oh my God, I get it. And I don't even have to think about it or try. It is just there. And it was so overwhelming. You know, when you're a kid and you're like, I can't, and your mum says, stop it or you make yourself sick. (laughs) I was doing that kind of crying. And it Mm. was just so, and that's when I just thought, it's it's all going to be okay. Because even if I fuck up, even if I make, you know, silly mistakes or don't do everything perfectly, how I feel right now towards him, he's always going to be okay. And it was, it's hard to put into words, but that was the best, I think, moment of just my life in any way rather than mm. just motherhood that was, it was just unexpected and incredible and what I loved about it was I didn't have to force it or try it was just there yeah oh that so, is amazing yeah it's so oh, cheesy but it, it's the it's the only oh, way listen, to say we're, it we're, we're well aware that it's camembert central over here I mean as soon as you become a parent <laughs> you're talking to a woman who bought a personalized bauble and wears match is wearing matching christmas pajamas this year so <laughs> You know, the cheese, the being cool has gone right out the window if it was even ever there. Um, What's yours? Best new mum. Yeah, mine is simple. Same as you. When we wrote that, there was just one that came to mind immediately. And it was, again, I think it was probably about a week in and I was at home and I was in bed in the morning and Eden was asleep on me. And I was just lying there. And I think this, because it was like lovely spring and the sun was like shining through the window Kenny might have been next to me. Sorry, Ken, I can't remember. But all of a sudden, Peggy, she'd been keeping her distance a little bit. Aww. And she just jumped on the bed and she just very cautiously, cautiously, you know, when they, they do a little circle and they turn around and she nuzzled 
her little head into me. So I had Eden on like my left side and Peggy nuzzled into the right. And I, it made me so happy. I lay there and I thought, this is the best moment of my life. And I just oh. thought I, I could burst with happiness. And this is it. I'm done. Whatever happens in the rest of my life, Mm. I, like on my deathbed I would think of that moment just lying there and be like I just felt like I'm just done like I, I don't oh. need anything else in my life like everything is I feel so lucky and so happy that they're both here and well, well you know and Kenny possibly was next to me sorry Kenny um, but you know just <laughs> it was just that moment of like you know Peg, Peggy was our first baby and we do treat her like a little baby and and like when she curls up on you, it's so glorious. But to have Eden there, like these two little worms, oh god, it was just. Um, oh. I just yeah, that was my moment. That's lovely. It's like it's the gratitude, isn't it? Because everything's so scary before. Yeah. And um, you went through a lot before falling pregnant too, and then the pregnancy, and then when they're just here, and you have that moment. Oh gosh. Oh, it was unbelievable. Um, so, and I still love it now and Peggy will still do it now and I still like absolutely Eden's a bit more wriggly now but if she's asleep it's still my favourite thing in the world um, okay best uh, the baby product you can't live without ours is the perfect prep machine I wasn't able to breastfeed and this thing is a life saver it's just like a coffee machine for milk it's so great those night feeds when you're half asleep and you're almost delusional you don't know what's real life and what's a dream and you're not quite sure and you're I couldn't have made a bottle with like hot water I don't even know how you make a bottle like that so it's Mm. it's just like this perfect well perfect prep you just put the bottle in you press the button boom it comes out at the perfect temperature so if they're screaming when they really need that milk it's ready to go straight in their mouth. It just, we had a, a trickier time with feeding with his cleft lip, uh, although he was brilliant. And it just made that a bit easier. And mm. there's there's lots of hurdles with feeding and anything that will make it a bit easier, I fully recommend. So it's the um, Tommy Tippy Perfect Prep Machine. Amazing. Okay. Good. <clears throat> Amazing. Um, I think there's a few things for me. There's one I'm going to point out because... I don't know about you, and I actually saw this on like a meme the other day saying that, you know, when you're a mum, you're never going to have a hot cup of tea or a shower again. And can I just say, I've never had that instance. I've never had that problem at all. Mm -hmm. And that is largely down to the baby Bjorn bouncer thing that we've got, which was a hand-me-down from a friend. And my goodness, because what it, what I did was since she was born, she's, I've put that, that's been in the bathroom. She goes in that and I have a shower whether Kenny's there or not, if he can't take her. So I've never, and for me, that shower, and it sounds silly, but you know, when you've woken up, if you've had like a bad night's sleep, that just resets me. Like it just, and that signals the start of my day. I have a lovely shower. She basically watches me every day in the shower. Sorry, Eden. But (laughs) it, it means that I've never had a day because I just feel like crap if I if I was to get to 3pm and I know it's not the same for everyone but if I was to get 3pm and I was still in my tracky like my pajamas or whatever mm. I'd feel like I couldn't tackle I'm not tackling the day so I've never had that feeling because I've just always had a shower and that is because she sat in the, and now she's used to it so every morning she knows she, she's just quiet in it she doesn't Sometimes she gets annoyed if I'm exfoliating and shaving my legs and conditioning. You know, you can't always do it all, but... <laughs> Practicing your all... mum talk dance moves in the shower, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, you know, and the same with having a cup of tea. Like, put her in that. Have your bloody tea. You need it. You know, so... Um, and those things that I thought, God, they're going to be tough. I've never had a problem with because of that. So I would say the baby Bjorn Bouncer for me. They do love it as well. They love it in there. Yes. She's getting a bit big for it. She's trying to wriggle out of it now, though. Oh, God. So, yeah, that's the only problem. So we're going to have to move on to something bigger. Um, Best trip or excursion with your baby? Now, this could be like a location or a baby class or like somewhere you've been with them, been like, this is the best. We have a park local to us and it's just just really special. I, I used to go there as a kid And I used to go there with a best friend who I lost when I was um, 11 years old. So it's always been like almost like um, it's almost spiritual, that place. I love it. If ever I'm in a bad mood, I know fresh air and a walk, even though my head says don't. I know Mm. if I force myself to, that'll help me. 
and that's the place I always go to. There's a there's a lake to walk around. There's animals there, like deer roaming, and a really good coffee place with really good brownies. And it's just that's been my re- on my door darkest, darkest, darkest days when my brain says just stay in on the sofa don't do anything that's been my motivation to no I need to get out of the house I need to fight this and I go there with bear in his pram and it makes me so happy and I I will stay there for hours if the weather's nice Mm. I mean not at the moment at all it's freezing but it's just the second I get there it's almost like how some people are with the gym it's hard to get there some days but the second I get there I'm like thank god I did this and I love it and I get I get a brownie guilt free because I'm doing me walk and I just think fuck it I'm gonna treat myself I get my coffee it's Mm. great it's it's helped so much this year that place yeah that's amazing it's lovely when you have a place like that and just that walk with the coffee and if you've got a little coffee holder as well my goodness the joy that brings oh god the joy the, that brings the coffee holders not oh. not great because mine spills a bit but still better good to put it in it's amazing i think mine would be um we went down to devon uh when was it we went to like near exeter and day at that um amazing place we were talking about where it was just set up so perfectly for a baby it had the most incredible view it had like a hot tub it was the most beautiful weather it was like late was it september yeah it was late september it's our 10 year anniversary and like it was one of those trips i could have been a bit nervous about because it was like a three and a half hour drive she slept all the way there she slept all the way back we were past that sort of four monthly stage where she'd cry a lot in the car she just slept and we just had she was just like an absolute diamond the whole time we were there we went for beach walks and again same you're just i had just had a few moments where i was like by the sea and she was in a carrier and we you know, and you'll get like a coffee and it's just those little moments are just mm. so joyous. And then we'd just go back to that cabin and it was gorgeous. And mm. we'd wake up to the most beautiful view every day. And it was just, yeah, do the, you know, the things that you are worried about doing, just go for it. Like most of the time, as long as it's not four month regression, but otherwise <laughs> get out and do the stuff because that was, yeah, that was my absolute highlight, I think. So yeah. And you, far. you know, if you've worried about something, but then you've pushed yourself and done it and it ultimately goes well. That yes. feels so good, doesn't it? You feel yeah, really my, proud of yourself. One of my friends in my antenatal class just arrived in Thailand with her baby. So that was like a 12-hour <gasps> flight. And wow. I was like, how was it? And she said, I'll be honest. She said he stayed awake pretty much the whole time. Got oh. overtired. But she said we made it through and it was okay. We just, you know, it was quite exhausting, but we've made it through and we're here. And and I was like, that's great. Part of me was thinking, you've got to do it on the way back as well. But it's great. Have a good time. <laughs> I live in the moment. Live in the moment. <laughs> No, they're, they're, there, they're there for like three weeks or something wild. So I'm like, oh, okay, fine. You'll be fine. Um, okay, mo- this is a bit dark, but I did think it, when I think of it now, it's quite a funny moment of madness. <laughs> it is funny now. It's funny now. And these were horrible things when they happened. So mm. mine was Christian had gone away to see a band in London. So he, and he was staying over that night. I think it was the first night I had Bear on my own. And... It was the very start. Christian had been out the house like an hour. So it was the very start and I knew it was ahead and I just felt so overwhelmed by what I had to do during the next 24 hour period. And he would not stop crying. He was probably three months old. He would not stop crying. And I couldn't figure it out. You're doing your checklist, you're doing your tick list. And I just couldn't. And I think my stress and anxiety was rubbing off more onto him and he was screaming more and... I just, I put him in his little cot thing so he was nice and safe in the living room. I walked into the kitchen. I grabbed a bundle of tea towels, put it on my face and screamed because I couldn't, I couldn't scream at him and you you almost want to, but gosh, it's not his fault and he's all he's doing is communicating. And so I just had to let it out and to have, tea towels so I'm there screaming into my gingham tea towels thinking what is this what is this yeah I mean we've all been there um I don't know if we spoke about these more at the time because it's hard to discuss at the time isn't it because you Mm. do feel like you're losing your mind and you're like Mm. I don't know if I want to share this because someone might take my baby off me or something do you know what I mean yeah I do I know exactly what you mean it was um yeah my moment of madness I mean there's a couple but there was one ultimate one and this was the sleep it was the four month um 
four month regression, which absolutely battered us. Well, yeah. me especially. And the deprivation, because I was still re- exclusively breastfeeding, she wouldn't take a bottle. So I couldn't, Kenny couldn't even really help me that much in the night. And he kept saying he would, but I don't know why I didn't ask for help. I'm so bad at asking for help. Yeah. I was like, no, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And I wasn't fine. And then there was one night where it just the screaming, the crying wouldn't stop or whatever it was. She wouldn't go down. And... I remember I grabbed a pillow and I did the same. I screamed into the pillow and then I grabbed it and I needed, I needed some kind of adrenaline release. So I started hitting the pillow on the bed and screaming, <laughs> like hitting it on the bed. Obviously nowhere near Eden. She was in the cot crying, yeah. but I was just screaming. And I think what I wanted is I wanted Kenny to wake up and I didn't want me to have to ask him. I wanted him to just take care of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yes. Instead of me going, can you help me, please? I wanted him to go, you go to bed. And that's what he came in and went, what is going on? I just said, I can't cope. I cannot cope. He said, mm. well, go to bed then. This is what I said. So I did. And I went and had a cry. And it was the deprivation. But I did the same with, um, I remember driving as well and punching my, I punched my steering wheel. Because I was like, I can't cope. I cannot do this. Oh my God, I forgot how bad that was. I can't even imagine that now because they just, I mean, touch wood, they just don't cry. He doesn't cry that much unless there's obviously something wrong. She gets a bit niggly, but then it was everything. It was awful. Oh my God, it was awful. I think that's so great that you've, it's so important to say that after those two stories of us screaming into things and, and you punching things because that's it. It, it doesn't last. And no. I remember leaving the hospital and the midwife handed me a leaflet and she said to me, read this because it was about babies crying. And she said, because it gets overwhelming and it gets a lot. And I remember thinking, oh, gosh, really? And she was not wrong. It's so hard, those bits, when they're kicking off and nothing you're doing is working. It's so, so hard. That month four, because we were quite lucky when she was, the months before that, she didn't cry that much then, really. It was that, just that month four. (sighs) My God, I'd say that was the the hardest month of my entire life, (laughs) without shadow of a doubt. It was absolutely brutal. Uh, yeah, so there we go. Moments of madness, but don't happen anymore. So, woohoo! Um, <laughs> not punched anything in a while. No, not punched anything for ages, at least a week. Um, <laughs> that was the first time I'd actually punched anything in that way. Do you know what I mean? Like in a, yeah. in a, and it was like I needed a release. It's quite dark, isn't it? But it was just like I needed a. It really hurt as well because my steering wheel's like hard leather. Um, oh gosh. Uh, unsung, unsung hero. Do we have an okay. unsung hero? Mine's not a person or anything. Mine's a thing. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, that's fine. So I want to um, sing the praises of Hey Bear Baby Sensory on YouTube because <laughs> it is the absolute bear's absolute joy in times like the four month regression and times where he is beside himself. You put on this, it, it's dancing fruit and vegetables. The music as well. Thank you, Hey Bear, because it's great. It's like parent-friendly music. It's not annoying. Some of it's really cool. We've had really good times to Hey Bear music. And Bear likes it so much that now we can just play the song. There's like a Spotify playlist. We can play the song and that makes him happy. Mm-hmm. It's just been so... I, I want to shout out to the banana to the pineapple that's his favorite he really liked the orange at one point not a fan of the blueberries the little dancing blueberries but that's okay the yeah, avocado sp- yeah. specifically when it wears its dinosaur costume he just loves hay bear it's funny that it's also called hay bear because his name is bear but oh, i yeah. think if if i hadn't have had that times would have been harder they would have interesting okay so yeah basically a bananas and blueberries but well not the blueberries mm-hmm. specifically um my unsung hero actually is um I don't know what this says about us mine's actually my dog Peggy Sue oh. because do you know you're absolutely right like especially when you touched on earlier how it was very difficult we you know we had a, a difficult history getting pregnant and Peggy was always there for me throughout that she knows when she knows when something's not right and she comes and curls up on you and those moments when Eden's screaming and those moments where I was losing it um maybe not that exact one with the pillow because I think she would have been too scared but she (laughs) knows and she comes and curls upon me 
And when it's been really tough and Eden's finally gone down, I just grab Peggy and I hug her and she just knows Mm. and just gives me that love. And it is unbelievable. And um, yeah, she's always just been there through the tough times. And, um, you know, at the moment... (laughs) She, she's got a habit of, she actually wakes me up more than Eden does at the moment I don't know <laughs> she just comes and gets in bed I had to close the door on her last night because I just thought no you can't come in anymore um but yeah like just the way when was it she came in the other night when I really knew something was really hard I don't know or like when Eden screams she'll just come in she just know yeah so for me it's Aww. Peggy Sue my little cover poo like absolute we still call her the best one in the house <laughs> Oh, they are just angels, aren't they? She's they an are angel. absolute, absolute angel. Um, yeah, she's yeah, had nothing. to put up a lot with this new arrival. So, um, yeah, Peggy Sue. It sounds yeah. like she's thriving, whereas my two, uh, <laughs> you know, when everyone goes. Oh, they just know. Dogs just know to be gentle and kind. Oh, what are your dogs like? I'm like, they don't know. They don't oh. know. <laughs> They are nightmares, but they're our nightmares and we love them. Yes, that's what we yes, say. Yes, yes, that's true. Um, okay, our final thing. It's quite tricky. One thing you do differently. Hmm. For me, I think um, it it's kind of a bit general. It, it just sort of take the pressure off wanting or needing or feeling like you you have to be an expert because no one is and everyone does it differently and a lot of the things your baby kind of shows you the way and what suits and I think I'm thinking this because I've got a best friend who's pregnant at the moment and she's very similar to me um and she's saying oh god but I don't know anything and I've got books and I've not read the books and I remember I had this stack of books and I'm a horrible reader I, I've never finished a book in my entire life and I had this stack of books and I remember getting closer and closer to the due date thinking I've not read the books um, and I was really putting this pressure on myself I didn't need the books um I didn't need to know everything actually sometimes you can be inundated and that's not healthy and so I just think trust that you've got this I wish I'd have just trusted my gut and my knowing more yeah I mean what's interesting is (laughs) it's sort of the polar opposite to me in that that's how I went into this without reading anything (laughs) or doing anything and one thing I feel I'd do differently is maybe read some things oh um, (laughs) oh shit try and figure some things out because like when you tell me oh yeah bear goes down at half six and gets up at seven and all my antenatal oh yeah they sleep like i think oh shit how do you know to do all this stuff and weaning i haven't got a clue i'm so i didn't read a single book and sometimes i feel i should have done but um yeah but equally which book are you reading that's right what's working i don't know yeah still an absolute minefield the one thing the one thing i would do differently without a shadow of a doubt is in those in those first couple of months where I felt quite um, overwhelmed with, I didn't mind exclusively breastfeeding, but it would have been nice to have had a break at some point, but I couldn't leave her because I couldn't express. Um, what I, I would have done differently is I would have taken the plastic coating off the um, <laughs> off the breast pump, which was actually the thing that was stopping me expressing. It was nothing to do with oh my breasts. My it was because I hadn't taken a filter off and for oh. about two weeks. I didn't understand why the breast pump wouldn't work. I would have done that differently. That is my I main feel point. like when you tell that story, my nipples invert because I could just feel what you put yourself through to try and get that milk and you hadn't oh removed the uh, Sometimes I'd sit there for half an hour and be like, how is this not working? Why are they... <laughs> I don't know. Just if you do buy a pump, the Medela pump, it's really good, but take the filter off the pump. <laughs> That goes over your breast because if you leave that there, your breath, your milk cannot get out. Um, it's quite frustrating. Okay. I think that's the best advice this podcast has ever offered up. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Um, so there you go. So yeah, it's been. Um, well, look, there we go. Twenty. 2022 has been pretty much you know when sometimes people go oh it's christmas you look back what's your year you've been like and often you're like i can't remember what i've done this year and then this is a year when you're like done a lot i've done a lot (laughs) 
<laughs> so true. It's I'm so like, true. My God, this was the most seismic year of my life. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah biggie. At, like, non-stop. I don't think I've ever been more active, more busy, more sociable. Yeah. Not always, you know... Well, I don't I'm always want so... to be with that yeah. one. Yeah, that, I feel like that gets thrust upon you a little bit being a, a new parent. Um, yeah. I've been so awake, like physically, yeah. you know. Like, I've seen so much of this year. <laughs> you know when people say, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I No, just have a nap if you can. I love a bit now. Yeah, Enjoy it. Oh, do you um, watch TV shows now or movies? And it's sometimes I watch a lot of like I like a, a TV. Oh, I thought comedy. that was the general question. I was about to say no, not really, because you know we don't get <laughs> evenings. Kids usually still up. Um, but yeah. go on, sorry. And you see someone like who's young and doesn't have responsibility, just having a nap or getting up late in the day, and I'm I'm just so envious of that when I see that just just yeah. to have a nap and just go for a nap with nothing in your head thinking i've got to keep this alive just that kind of nap yeah that's that's what's so alien to me now one of my whatsapp groups with some of my girlfriends they don't have kids and one of them said the other day oh, i'm just i'm so tired i can't stop napping throughout the day and i was like oh god like that's <laughs> what you're so How? tired you can't stop having why are you having so stop telling me about all your naps and you're not tired okay you're not because <laughs> you're napping you're not allowed to be oh my god she was so tired because she was having so many naps and i was like i can't even what? can't even imagine what that feels like anymore but anyway yeah so oh. there we go um thank you for joining us thank you for getting involved sending us pics interacting on um instagram and whatever um yeah and hopefully Hopefully, I don't know. What do we expect for 2023? I don't know, really. Get through the year. Um, they're going to be warm. Yeah, bigger children, um, heavier to carry. Uh, I imagine Eden will be starting school next year. Um, <laughs> Eden heading, heading will probably, um, probably pass a driving test in 2023. <laughs> Eden will be taking over Twitter in 2023. And, um, <laughs> Eden will take over... Show. Elon Musk's space program. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She's, she's ready to go. So yeah, it'll be interesting. But um, <laughs> Bear yeah. will just be. Bear will just continue to sit and clap. He has nowhere to be. Oh, what a lovely! What a lovely! I would love that. <laughs> Let's do some bloody clapping, Aiden. Right, oh. we shall see you on the other side. Um, it'll yeah, just be exactly the same as this, no doubt. See you then. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Me- Year. Merry Christmas. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.